You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Blacklist After Show. You thought we hijacked the show. And, you know, Oh, yes. Best song ever. The great ever. See? Ever. I, I, I disagree. Uh, great song, though. I don't want ever. Uh, ever. to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. Me? Welcome to the Blacklist After Buzz After Show. I'm Joe Braswell. I'm joined, as always, by uh, Nana Velasquez. Uh, thank you very much. This is Berlin, not the city, yes. but the band. Not, not, this, not, not or, the city. Or the guy. Why the heck? <laughs> see how it ties in? It's the city, not the band. It's, it's not the city, but the band. And Take Berlin. My Breath Away, which is what Red did. To Lizzie's dad. To Lizzie's dad. He took his so, breath away. By covering wow, his face wow. with a pillow. Yes, you're digging deep. I got yeah. deep today. He dug a little too deep on that one. That's a stretch. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we're also joined by Joseph Lopez. Set up on you. Nice to be here with you guys. <laughs> And believe it or not, we're also joined by Julia Carley. Believe it or not. Yes. Believe it or not. I believe not. it. She's we're walking on air. I'm always here. All right. Oh. Thank you for joining us. We're, we're in the home stretch here, guys. We're episode... We've got, never uh, thought she two. could feel so free. <laughs> inside jokes. I said that inside. Just old jokes. We are. Uh, we are... <laughs> we're in the home You're stretch here. You're old. We're continuing this... From last night, yes. apparently. We're in the home stretch here. Yes. We've got one, we've got one, episode, one episode to go, right? One two episode, two. episode two. to go. Oh, two episodes. Yep. Two episodes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and uh, yeah, this, this, this is the whole, we, we're, we're really starting to see uh, things crumble a little bit. And, and the, uh, you know, the questions are either going to be answered or it seems there's actually more questions asked. You know, this is one of those things where it's like some questions are answered, but then they're replaced by more questions mm-hmm. as about as to Red's true motives and Red's true um, reasons and, and what is Red actually doing and what is, what is his uh, uh, interest in Lizzie and who is Berlin and what's what's Tom doing and what's Alan Alda doing and all that crap. And why is Tom getting Ford commercials? Second week in a oh, row. Yeah, a whole Tom. different one this time. <laughs> a whole different exactly. one. A whole different one this time. I skipped it. I, I, I didn't know it was different. Oh, he did no. it. Yeah, it's a totally oh, yeah. different commercial. New commercial. And he's doing a same thing. Mustang, though. Yeah, but same. Go same further. Forward. Like, yeah. All people in the blacklist are evil. So or we're good. good. Or are no, they? All people have secrets. That's right. Uh, and they're Maybe all the good being good. Maybe the evil people. Are, what are well, they? I get yeah, it. From, the good or bad, the bad or good. There it is. I get it from Ford's point of view. I mean, the only reason we, we'd stop to watch the commercials, we're like, oh, are we missing it? Are we, you know? And then then you realize it's a commercial. Well, there was Smart no move. big there was no big car chase scene like there was last week, so it just yeah. it made a little less sense. But at the same time, but I'm they really kept the momentum up from last week, and I'm really curious to see if there are any clues in that commercial that we could certain. In the, like again, if if the writers from the show actually had a hand in writing that script, then you would think they're actually revealing a little something. Mm-hmm. But if it's just the Ford ad campaign writing something, they thought it might be kind of cool and spy like to probably. say those things. Then then it's probably just a red herring. Well, None of it works for me. Well, they did like it. It. it's, it's the same company. They did, John, guy, they did it with John Slattery and, and, and Mad Men last season. I mean, you'd see John Slattery in a commercial. And you'd stop they did, for a they second. did it six years ago with Kira Sutherland in twenty four too. So so it's not exactly new. We're not breaking <laughs> no, new ground here. No, they did it. 
They also did it back in the Mad Men days in the 60s, too. Well, okay. But <laughs> Keith Sutherland had to drive his car a lot yes. <laughs> in 24 to get from place to place. Anyway, uh, no, so we, 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 do, we did have that another, another commercial. Uh, a lot of questions being answered. We had our, our new blacklister who seemed very high up. He actually seemed very... Number 42. Uh, number 42, the yeah. kingmaker. Which, which 42 is the answer to uh, life in the universe. It is. Yes, it is. For those uh, of you not I, familiar with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I actually thought that might have been a, a, a very uh, important number, considering how they were teasing this guy to be really important. Well, I, you know, my, my, here's my thing. I, I wasn't, I didn't think he was that important. I, I thought, well, it was interesting the way they built him up, and he was kind of cool initially, but I was really kind of disappointed ultimately with, with his whole shtick. It kind of like fell I flat completely, for me. I completely agree with it you. Fell I flat agree me. Too. Like, he came out really cool looking, but then I started putting it together. I'm like, wow, the Kingmaker... Does he do everything himself? Well, first of it all, it feels like a guy of that of that caliber has like a team of I mean, people. I listen, if he's if he's implanting, you got a personal assistant. Yes. I got people that work for me. I mean, we're not we're not we're not trying to knock down people, bail them up. We have infrastructure. We do. I don't know what the hell the deal is with I, the kingmaker. He, the, I'm saying you have a secretary. I he's hands on on everything, right? Like mm. he's got to go to the guy himself. Like, if he's like really like from early on grooming these politicians and putting them in place, and then and then taking them down, and then putting more in order to have this big web of politicians. But at every turn, he's the guy. Like I don't know. On the you phone, don't let some assistant make kings. Assistants don't make kings. He's in the you taxi cab. I, I, all I'm kings. saying is, you can have somebody at least answer your phones. You know, and and maybe drive the cab. But I think the, the cab. Well, he had a whole team that cleaned his hotel room. Yes. Yeah, he true. did have a hotel cleaning room. Yes, that's yeah, true. Because he was worried about bed bugs and uh, so he, he, he was, was very service, very serious about himself. Did which was a character choice with his sniffles and uh, yeah, he had some stuff. Well, yeah. it was funny because because uh, after that scene, <laughs> after, after that scene in the hotel room, Red was describing the Kingmaker said anything he touches gets. Uh, I wish I had my notes. I left my notes at home. Uh, gets very dirty. Yes, yeah. anything he touches, which I thought was interesting, including which was exactly. His, no, his nose. <laughs> Including his nose. <laughs> At least he kept his nose on. Yes, Unlike that yes. other blackbuster. Like yeah. Milton Bobbitt, was that it? Yes, what was his name? That was unpleasant. Was that, was that Milton Bobbitt? That was Milton Bobbitt. Yes, it was oh, Milton yeah. Bobbitt. Uh, Milton Bobbitt. The, the nose maker. <laughs> He's the nose maker. <laughs> so yeah, the kingmaker. I just even the, I feel like if, if he was at the hotel suite, like making a phone call, like he's in the cab. I don't know. You get it. He didn't seem very important to uh, to Red Story. What was important was who hired him. Right. That's who. Like we needed to to climb up that ladder and find out who is the one hiring him. Right. So so I didn't really enjoy the blacklister. I like I like, I like the promise of the blacklister. He didn't really I deliver like the idea on that. Of him. Like the idea that didn't really deliver. But I did like getting into Red. It's past, like this whole idea of this super duper blacklister who's there to uh, sort of take out all of Red's interests in order to get to Red. I like the idea. He's trying to cripple him. Anything that mm-hmm. is touches Red in any single way, we're going to take it down and out um, in order to get to him, including taking out, like like you said, like how, how we took out the Kingmaker, took out that guy at the top of the show. That was that was very cool. So so we're getting into. I think we just learned that it's not good to be a male prostitute in Prague. I just think there's nothing good to come of it. Uh, that's a tough break for that guy. That's rough, man. And nobody cared. They're like, hey, nobody he's dead. Care, yeah. There it is. Another, another hot take by Joseph. In Lopo. case you kids were curious. <laughs> oh, boy. So, You're going to go into that business right? and do it in Prague. Prague is not the place. <laughs> so we have the Kingmaker. We, have, we, we see the Kingmaker. We have uh, we get some insight into where, to, to Red. Red's uh, past and someone's after Red. We see that uh, Lizzie is, as we predicted, we all predicted, Julia did it first, we all predicted, Lizzie is uh, trying to figure out what, you know, uh, she, she opened the locker and, and saw the photos. She I it. love being right. Yes, I was right too, but you're right. Used to right she was right first, though. We, we all right agreed, first. we all agreed, mm-hmm. but she was, she definitely Jumped came up with it. Jumped on top of my hot take. 
Yes. And so uh, we saw that whole thing develop very slowly. The only other thing we saw develop very slowly, but not so slowly, was, uh, you know, the whole wrestler and Lizzie, you know. Um, Making sweet love. Well, maybe. Eventually. Maybe. Eventually. We it's know. Oh, there's no question. It's in the cards. It's in the cards. No question. You know, it's so, this is so funny. You know, it reminds me of uh, my, our man Diego. Like, I didn't have to jump over to Homeland, but he had the same move in Homeland. I know. The same move where he's at the bachelor pad. I know. Minding his own business. Someone knocks at the door. He's swinging a beer and a t-shirt. Oh, come on in. I didn't know Come on in, Mrs. Brody. Yeah. That was very much like Homeland. That was the same that thing. Was it was the exact same thing. Dro- we need to drop in Berlin right there. That's, that's, that, that's, that's, that's where the Berlin yes. comes in. Right? Open right. the door. Yeah, <laughs> take my breath away. There you go. But to say, like, you know, Diego, Mike or wrestler or whatever we want to call him, he's got some moose. And he's got the national pad. it works. He's always if swinging the beer. Broke. Anyway, I thought that was very that was very cool. Uh, all right, so uh, so I just wanted to get us this really quickly. Give the Kingmaker story. So the Kingmaker is there. He it, one, one of the things he does. He first does that thing for Red. I mean, to not for not Red, not for Red, but to, absolutely not uh, for Red to take out one of Red's guys, the finance minister, finance minister guy, right? um, which was a very cool scene to see sort of the re- the reaction to that. Uh, Red, you know, talking to the other gentleman about uh, you know the the, the, the guy swimming. I forget the guy's name. Yeah, mm. uh, that 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 whole scene was very cool. Getting I thought out. both those opening scenes were great. I thought the guy waking up in in the room, not knowing where he was, and all. I think he did a great job with that. But yeah. that was very that was very reminiscent of that other uh, episode a while back. Which with one? The, the one when when the girl ends up being on the plane. plane? Yeah, yeah. Like two people on the plane. Well, I think sometimes there's a temptation oh, yeah. for actors to to kind of like draw out that moment, like, oh, oh, what's going on? Yeah. He, he was great. He's like, oh, wait, no, 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 wake up. This is right. you know, he was like, he was right on it, which I think was much more realistic. Like Absolutely. if you wake up in a like confused place, I, I do like that they're upping the stakes of of this other sort of Reds world, this other sort of like super elite world that we don't know about and won't whatever we'll ever touch. These gigantic mansions with these you know faceless. Uh, Politicians and power players swimming, and then coming out and drinking tea, and then talking business and sunglasses—all that stuff I love. I loved all that stuff. We had a lot of that um, at the beginning of the show. We had some of that with the with the whole Alan Alda power meeting with the with the shadow <laughs> Star Chamber shadow people. Yeah, know, whatever. and then we had that a little later on with Alan with um with Alan meeting with uh, Red when uh, you know when Red sort of tells Alan off. I like this whole idea. Of there's this super super crazy elevated world. That we don't know about of these super rich, powerful people. I mm-hmm. like, I like, I like that stuff. Anyway, so the Kingmaker, he goes out. His new mission is to um, evidently make, you know, ha- help this up and coming. Uh, is he a congressman? He's he a senator. Is no, he's not that high yet. State assemblyman. State assemblyman. I'm sorry, Patrick Chandler. Tell, tell yes. the the young Patrick Chandler rise, and he does this by having him uh, sort of. Uh, have his car careen off a bridge and him supposedly saving his wife and kid. Of course, his wife doesn't make it, which is a, a, a horrible um, side effect of this whole thing. But uh, I mean, I don't know. What, what did you guys think of that whole that whole situation? The whole that, the notion of uh, the kingmaker's first move being so elaborate and uh, and that as a as a as a move to help people sort of um, you know. Help him. Uh, he'll help his political career ascend. I'm having trouble with the idea of. I feel like there's got to be an easier way to do this. I mean, I'm no kingmaker. I just feel like there's got to be an easier way to do this. But I'm no kingmaker. I don't but... know. Did you buy that, Joe? I did. I actually, I actually kind of got into that a little bit. Um, and it, I, what I liked about it was how uh, kind of like how, how how close to home Patrick was. At least, to, at least is to us on on, on this level. And you can kind of see how quickly you can elevate. 
I, I enjoyed that. I, I felt like uh, like the choices they made with the Kingmaker, giving him an English accent, for instance. I just I didn't care for it. I didn't care for him being English. I, I would prefer it because the the actor playing him is he's he's so good and he's so subtle. And, and if he played him American, I think it would have made a lot more sense to go after an American politician. I think they're, they're adding the foreign element. I think there was no payoff, but. Um, but as far as taking a politician who's at the very beginning of his career and elevating him, with, with, you know, on, on a fast track that you can absolutely control the trajectory of, I think that made total sense to me. But and, it wasn't necessarily but the, such a fast track because they've been working on this guy since 2007. And, and, and the, but not, 2000, between 2007 and 2014, to be running for an open Senate seat is a fast track. I mean, that's 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 a but huge. The methodology: leap. we're going to have you careen off a bridge. Why not? Everyone. Why not? That makes a hero. I it think it made total hero. sense to me. Okay, fair enough. And then, and then there's no like... way to lose, though, because if you're a hero and you saved your family, you're, you're a champion. Good. If you're a hero and your wife dies, you're a champion and a widower, and everybody loves a widower. Mm. I do like the way that uh, on the bridge, that conversation early on, that the Kingmaker knew all the exact dimensions and the exact rate of speed. Yeah. You, go off this, you go off this cliff, you hit the water at this, the pressure's this, you right. will not die. That, that was kind of a cool little touch. So that happens, uh, but... Uh, but it's obvious that you know Red is Red puts uh, Lizzie up on this situation because obviously Red has his own agenda. He needs to find out you know what the Kingmaker knows um, and what the Kingmaker's up to. The, so he puts him on this whole agenda here. Uh, Lizzie and Red, wrestler find, you know go and check check the fact under Red's um, advice that it, it, are there tire tracks? You know what's happening with this thing? They found the whole thing's fishy. Um, they go and track down the. The driver, the van driver, who was paid to do this, and uh, the kingmaker got to him first, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, he, uh, well, he, he screwed up. The mission. Right. You know, he was supposed to stay, make a statement, but when right. he saw that there was a wife and a child, he uh, he got spooked. He felt awful, and he ran away. He yes. screwed it up good, man. I don't, believe, mm-hmm. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either. either. Uh, you know, and then um, yeah, I thought that was a nice little part for that, that guy. I should yeah. believe that guy, yeah. even though he died. Yeah, well, for all the actually. people that the Kingmaker has cleaning his hotel room, you'd think he would just have one of his assistants just go down there and take do care that. of business. Yeah, one of those guys could have driven the van. Why? Why, why go? Pay, why why pay put an innocent man? Why pay someone? Because you feel like this guy could also well, have story, end up blowing the whole thing wide open if he says the wrong thing. Well, maybe the story yeah. has a match too. Maybe I'll, maybe it's just like when they run the. When they, when they maybe they run the background on the guy driving the van, they got to realize that this guy is. But they found him anyway. I don't know. Li- yeah. Linus Roach, right? Isn't that the, uh, the 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 guest star? Is it Linus? Linus? I don't remember how to pronounce his name. You talking about the, uh, the, Roach, kingmaker. the kingmaker? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's a terrific actor. I just Linus. I thought the the is it, was it Linus? It is Linus. I'm not, okay. I just felt like the, the English accent. How many like, Linuses do you know? Linus. I don't know. Well, you, you know, know it's, a, it's it's one of those things where you know you could Linus. you could imagine there was another way to do it. No, right. it's definitely Linus. It, you mean Linus like uh, Linus. Charlie Brown Linus? Kiss yeah, my Charlie Linus, Brown all Linus. you people. Charlie Brown Linus. <laughs> Linus is blue blanket. Anyway, I think he's a terrific actor, and I, I really felt like even the, uh, made fun of his name. Adding the I did not make fun of it. <laughs> adding I felt adding the English accent really kind of took away from it, but uh, and the sniffles. And, and, and the sniffles, sniffles really the double sniff. <laughs> so we catch the kingmaker. I mean, I try to get through, through the kingmaker part because yeah. you know we, we get through we get through all that, um, and then they ultimately catch him because he's tested. Once he's making he's making one, he's got to take one out, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, they figure out who it is and they catch him. And uh, of course, he has that really terrifying scene where he's got Lizzie, you know, choking her up, and wrestler saves the day so- with a nice headshot. Go ahead. Why are Wrestler and Lizzie always going out on these super intense, highly dangerous missions without any FBI WTF? Ever. I just I hate this like this this backup. 
I, I hate the idea that there are simply no other FBI agents. We're the FBI, but we we have very limited resources. There's only two of us. And also, I know that I know that there. We're spending special... a lot of money on the super secret bunker, you know, I... that opens and closes. You understand? Oh yeah, remember that thing? I I know. Remember the, remember the uh, tanker? I know that. Yeah, I mean, that costs money. You can't have a bunch of agents when you're driving a tanker around the Hudson Bay in a circle. I know that just, that, that, that that Harold's put together this special force ta- task force. Now they're all part of, so I got to get that they're their own unit. I, I, I will take it that far. But but still, you don't. Liz go... is a rookie, and she's a profiler. She's not a well, she's a field agent, but she's out in the field a lot with her guns with her gun drawn, doing a lot of tactical. With just work one other guy for someone who's basically Clary Starling, who's a field you know who's it just, a it, profiler. It seems like we've gotten to this place kind of collectively on just about. Every Every show on TV where it's either 50,000 FBI agents or one or two. Right. And that's it. Nary the, there's nothing in between. So apparently there's nothing between one agent lost or one agent doing something all by themselves or two agents. And then the entire rest of the FBI comes in a van. Like, there's nothing in between. Like, well, how, how come there are not three agents or four right. agents? It, it doesn't take that much effort to write something. Right? Something. All right. Well, so... Me. They, they get him, and then well, rant over. But guess guess what? You know, I joined your rant. Thank you. Dual rant. Dual rant. What is that? Guess what? It only took two of them because one got choked, one shot the guy in the back of the head. Boom. Boom. Game over. The, 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 the two prevail. It only took two FBI agents to take down the Kingmaker, so that all worked out. But of course, that's bad news for Red because that that's the worst news for yeah, Red. That's the guy that he needed to talk to. Uh, and this is the first time. And this is the first time I think that Red has actually given the FBI somebody. To go after, and he hasn't gotten what he wanted out of the deal. Right. Like it's usually a side deal yeah. that he ends up getting some kind of information. And he's visibly upset about and it, and he's incredibly upset. That was, um, upset by that it. was an awesome scene, an yeah. awesome acting moment from from our guy mm. Spader. Because you felt a little desperation when we go back and talk about the trouble yeah. he's in. Top but, Gun actor, Top Gun actor. But there's, there's, there's some desperation there, which is something we always we're used to seeing Red so calm and cool and five steps ahead of everyone. But he realizes much like the the Ansel Garrick situation, uh, part. Two. And then aftermath, the aftermath of Ansel Garrick, that um, you know, he, someone's after him, and he really needs. It's, there, there's a concern there. Um, we saw what happened after the Ansel Garrick thing. He went and he took care of everyone, cleaned house, hmm. uh, and so I would imagine he's going to do the same thing once he can figure out what's going on. But uh, the whole notion again that 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 someone is so after Red that they that they that they would start. That circle way wide, and anyone within five thousand feet of this circle is getting taken out. is is pretty is pretty a scary thing, and the power that it takes for someone to be able to do that and know those things is is, is very is very interesting. Um, so Red finds this out. He takes it to uh, the count. I mean, he takes it to Alan, which we're not really sure exactly what the you know what Alan's uh, Alan Alda because what's his, cause his character is Fitch. Alan Fitch. Fitch. Alan Fitch. He called him Alan during the show, but we knew him as Fitch before that. Yeah. So he takes him to Fitch, uh, who we predicted was a super blacklister, who maybe is not the super blacklister. No, it's an interesting uh, relationship, actually. And then, yeah, he he's pretty, seems to be pretty straight. Hmm. And he takes him to this, Fitch takes him to this, this council of super power people. Like, who are these people, Joe Flippa? I, you think, thank you for that. I, I don't know who these people are. How the hell would I can't I know? talk I'm, the whole time. I'm getting. <laughs> you're gonna make Tell a good me something. <laughs> so, I, I, I think that they're yeah. Obviously, they're they're either they're either corporate or they're or they're government or there's some combination therein. And and uh, and they obviously have business interests before the United States government. That's all. That that's uh, that's Aldous character's purpose, right? Yep. To, to be the liaison in between. So, Different nationalities. 
right? Yeah. Obviously, different people from all over the world. Right. Some of them are piped in via uh, via Skype, mm-hmm. looked like, which seemed dangerous yeah. to me. Hopefully, it's a secure Skype, secure whatever that right. is. I'm sure it is. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that's part of the mysteries. We're not supposed to know who they are. I guess it's more fun for us to wonder. Well, it's more of an alliance, and, and, and we know that China's involved, because Red says that later. He says, oh, it's the Chinese. Uh, and one thing that I thought was interesting before that whole line about Berlin being a person and not a city, uh, and I was going to use it for prediction, I might still hold for it, but uh, everybody was in that one room except for that one woman who uh, was on a video screen. So you and think she Berlin... was the one, and she had a German accent, and she was the one that was also asking, what does this person know about Red, and what, is she, what does this person know about us? So I kind of felt like maybe this, boom, this boom, person boom, had boom, a little boom. bit more of a, well, you know, it, it would make sense that someone in the alliance might be playing two sides. Mm. She so. didn't seem, uh, not, not for anything, I'm sure she's a lovely, lovely actress, but she didn't seem to me to be badass enough to be this person. It just was really... I would well, cast it much more interesting than that. It was really odd that there was one person that was on a video conferencing, everyone else was in the room, and that one person was German. I just thought that was interesting. Mm, mm-hmm. So the Chinese guy could make it. That's a, I think that's farther away from uh, DC than than Berlin, the band, or so, the or the or the or the city. <laughs> so we see the council. So they, they, there's there's this evidence that that Red has on not just Alan Alda but the, but the, but, the, but the entire council. Yes. We're calling them the council for lack of a better word, right? So not, the alliance. They were calling, they were referring the to themselves as an alliance. So and what would that be? Would would that be energy? I mean, who would these people be because it's it's obviously somebody very very powerful. They're obviously powerful, connected, but they're all private, right? They're all private. You would you would imagine they're private business people. I don't think no, they're they're not all private people. I think because Alan, Alan, Alan Fitch has some government ties. Like, right? But I mean, that's the new way to make money, though. If you can get yourself a government contract, but you, 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 the public takes the the risk, and you take all, the, and you privatize the reward. I mean, that's our that's our that's our beautiful structure we're all we're all dealing with right now. Right. The the mm-hmm. most profitable companies in the world, with the exception of tech, are all in government contracts. Yeah, of course. And they're beautiful, no bid, cost plus. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You know. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, I, I wonder if that's if that's what these guys are supposed to be. Who knows? The Halliburtons of the uh, of the. <laughs> Of, of the NBC TV world? Very, very true. Very possible. Um, I, you know, well, I'm not going to say anything bad about Halliburton, except for the fact that they're terrible. Um, <laughs> the, uh, no, but what, what is interesting is that, you know, what Red has this evidence, whatever this evidence may be against the, the, against the alliance. And so the evidence is so strong that he's, he's alluded to it before, that if anything happens to him, the protocols will start and the evidence will be disseminated. And you guys can't afford that to happen. So he, he takes to the council, and the council seems to think that let you know we'll take our chances. Let the chips fall where they will. Yeah, we we may we should kill them and, and see what the evidence is. You know that that that's strongly. What do you think of this whole council situation, Julia? I don't know. Um, I I felt it was a a poor move not to um, <clears throat> excuse me not to what's happening in my voice. I don't know. Poor move not to uh, join forces with Red. He obviously knows more than they do. He understands this world better than they do, and. I mean, it, they lacked desperation to keep this evidence under wrap. But they don't seem to know whether he really has it or if it's a bluff. Right. I don't know. Well, I think that's an important <laughs> distinction. I mean, you know, if you've got unlimited unlimited funds and you have all this, this, this power and control, I, I would imagine you get a little ballsier than the rest of us. Whereas, you know, we get threatened, oh, and we go, okay, wait. These guys are like... Really? Do you really? What do you? What exactly do you have? I mean, you got to think that's you know eventually that's going to come up. I feel like this relationship has been go and this power struggle between Red and this alliance has been going on for so long. They must know something. Well, they must know. They would have. Well, also, it's one of these things too that like they've. It's just like 
they all know they've done a bunch of really, really, really bad-ish, right? So, like, the, the thought that they know, God, I don't know which bad thing I did that they have the goods on, but whatever it is, if Red has it, it would be really, really bad. And they all, and, and it ties them all, allegedly, but it, it's really interesting. What do you what do you make of this whole alliance evidence storyline and thing? I just, I, well, I think it's interesting, just this relationship that Red has with Fitch, uh, that he could actually walk in and talk to Fitch and have him go to this alliance, uh, you know, we, we kind of figured originally that the, you know, the, if Fitch was not the major blacklister, that he was working for the major blacklister. And now we see there's this whole group of international powerful people that apparently are not on the blacklist. So it, it's a little confusing. Are they, are, are, do, what interests do they have? Do they have the interests of the public at heart? Or do they have their own personal interests? Are they, are they criminals themselves? Or are they just, you know, that's, that's what, that's what, that's what confuses me right now. Like, what is their purpose in all mm-hmm. of this? And apparently Red doesn't seem to have a beef with them. He just has, he has information on them that could ruin them. So they have this little but like stalemate. Who's in whose pocket? Is Red in their pocket or are they in his pocket? Seems like a stalemate between the two of them. Yeah. That's what it seems more like. They don't but want, they, they don't want to ride on Red. Well, they yes, also have the power to, to capture him in that, in that insane way with Anzo Garrick and yep. torture him and, mm. and go to those great lengths. But it also seems very much like Cold War sort of mutually assured destruction or mutually what's it called? Yeah, you know? yeah. one goes down, the other yeah. the yeah. other yeah. one go down with them. So there's no there's a no win scenario if either side uh, reveals the other. I'll tell you what I really like. I really like that we're having this discussion that we're looking at these guys and we're 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 acknowledging intellectually that they're probably. Somewhere in between government and private, or both, they're kind of living in both worlds. They're mm-hmm. liminal, so to speak. They're on a private government. Well, I mean, that's that's I mean, and no, but I mean, we're looking at this and we're going, okay, these guys are obviously they're very powerful, they're very tied in, they're gray. So we're not saying that they're they're criminals or they're not criminals. They probably engage in criminal activity and they probably engage in in legitimate business. And you know, it, I, I think in, in getting just a sense of what this is, you know, I, you asked if if they if they wake up with the interests of the public at heart, I would. Say no. I would assume no. Also, I would I mean, imagine they wake up with the interests of themselves and then see what we can get away with well, all day long. It also depends what Red's interests are. We still don't know exactly what Red. We like to think Red is this, uh, you know, good guy but, doing bad things, but for the good of. But ultimately, he's still given us only functionaries. Mm-hmm. Well, then, That's all the blacklist has ever been. It's never been anybody who's above these guys. We've never gone after anybody that's not a functionary. Mm. E- every single person we've gone after has been someone who fulfills a function for somebody higher. And to back it up, like, you know, back to the gray, I mean, this, this is Red, right? I mean, Red is certainly mm-hmm. not a good guy or a bad guy. We know he is is involved in illicit uh, illegal activities. Mm-hmm. We know that he's, you know, he's done, you know, just Whatever he can, legal or legal, to sort of advance his own means, whatever they seem to be. Sometimes they're pleasure, sometimes they're money. But I mean, we don't still know exactly what motivates Red to do what he does. Everything, everything he does, even if it's earning money or killing someone, seems to be for something else. Like I have to do this because if I don't do this, then this is going to happen. Or I need to get this, so therefore I'm going to get that. But it all seems connected. He doesn't seem like a guy who's motivated by anything. So he's a he's a very definition of gray. His character, Red Reddington, is a gray character. He should be called Gray Reddington. But I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but but so this council is 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 equally gray. So yeah, that is, it's interesting. It makes me feel like that red like should be a part of this part of the alliance. It feels like mm-hmm. the, maybe maybe he was once. Is he big enough to be a part of the alliance, or is he always work for the alliance? It's this weird thing. I feel like that red. Whatever the alliance is doing, I feel like red just fits right in with those guys. But maybe he's like out. Now. I, I feel oh, like he's a, he's a. Uh, if these guys are the center of the power brokers. 
I feel like he's off to the side a little bit because he's not he's not them. And they're obviously discussing him. It did not feel like they were discussing him as an equal. It felt like they were discussing him as something somewhat underneath. Right. A little bit lower. Mm-hmm. A little bit lower down the food chain. And um, I, I think it's, it's interesting. And, and to me, it feels, it has that ring of truth. Like, not that not necessarily there's guys sitting in a, in a star chamber discussing this kind of crap. But I believe that, by the way. Do you? <laughs> yes. I, I believe that there, are, on, there are, are definitely groups of people that not, don't necessarily get together in suits and ties and have very serious discussions around a table. But I, I, yeah, they probably I, barbecue every now and then. Well, it's something. There yeah. is something that goes on because there's, there's karaoke you know, night. This is far too complex a system mm-hmm. to believe that we really do switch over government every two to four years and every six years. Only, and, and they really have anything to do with it. That's nonsense. They, yeah. they don't write the bills. The bills get written by the corporations that benefit from the bills. That's how it's been for the last 80 years. That's how it's going to continue to be. But, you know, and, and it's interesting to, uh, to me that we're in a place, at least in entertainment, where we can honestly look at that. All right. We can say that this is happening. Hmm. And people aren't going, that's ridiculous. Right. People are going, yeah, that makes sense. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that the public is obviously getting a little more mature that we are able to, to handle that in concept, mm-hmm. you know, because that is probably how things a lot of things work. Well, so I, I agree. And so we, we see this confrontation between uh, Fitch and, and Red at the end where Fitch delivers the bad news of saying, like, look, buddy. And, 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 and you know, Red is, was pissed. Like, I waited here for 30 minutes. I don't do that. Yeah. It's like, you're lucky I even came. It's like, kind of see these, these two titans kind of go head to head. It's like, you're lucky I even came. They wanted to kill you. Like, the show, just me showing up here at all is a show of tremendous respect for you. So shut the F up, Red. And so, but bottom line is, we, there's no deal. But then Red kind of throws it back at him, like, okay, that's, you do that what you want. Do, you know, do that what you will. But I'll tell you what, this, this, this person's going to hurt all of us. And when I, when I, when I figure what this, what this person's doing, it's going to affect you. Now, was he saying, I'm going to come after you guys? Or is he saying that once I solve this, it's going to affect you guys? I don't understand what, he, what he's Maybe he just doesn't feel like he has any ties to them now or no allegiance to them or any reason to protect them. But what was his if message? they won't protect him. What was Red's message it's, to it, Fitch? I, I felt it's a small world and what goes around comes around. There's going to be a time when you're going to need my help. But was it a threat or was it just kind of like, all right. I think well, I think the, th- the time the threats were done because he Fitch came back and said I couldn't sway them. They, they're people in the in the council in the alliance that said no, and it's his way of saying, well, you know what that means. That means you know you're 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 burning a bridge here, and there's going to be a time, and you know it very well. You know I'm going to win this first of all. I'm going to beat my adver- I'm going to beat this guy, whoever is uh, not the adversary, but this person who's who's messing with my my house. And there'll be a time when you're going to need my help, and I am not going to give you that. Huh. That's all. Yeah. That's what I it comes think down it's, to. If you're not going to work with me, I will work against you. Right. I don't think he's he, he's not, he doesn't have a vendetta against these guys. No, he's just but saying I don't think he has any allegiance to them anymore. Yeah, no. exactly. Politically speaking, he's like, you guys doesn't are on your own. Me. I'm on my own, and you know I will handle my business. I was just looking for some support. Yeah. And I'm still going to get my stuff handled. But here was an opportunity for us to mend some fences and to work together, and you guys blew it. He's he's gonna handle some business, all right. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about the uh, the cool? I mean, so so that so we'll, we'll we'll see what you know what you know who comes after Red, how he defends himself, what he does, if he's proactive about it, if he just sits back and let it happen. I like the idea. This is setting up for this big showdown for my super blacklister that that's coming in the plane. The preview. He's where he's driving the black plane. He's he's driving the black plane himself. That's how he does it. He's mashing Rolling. out. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> In the black plane, he's about to <laughs> blacklisted number one. Uh, I'm landing. Here I am. Uh, so we'll see what that is next week. But in the meantime, we also have developing this whole thing with Lizzie in red, where you know Lizzie is is, is uh, through the advice of Tom of all people, uh, checking up on 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 
on red and, and sort of his motivations. He's I wish slowly, I had surely putting the thing together. I wish I had more empathy for Liz. I really do. I don't know why. I don't have any empathy for her. I don't quite understand what, and, and maybe this is just me, but I don't empathize for her at all. Right. I don't know why. But intellectually, when I break it all out, I'm like, okay, you just found out your husband uh, uh, of two years, how long you've been with him, was total BS. He's gone. Yep. Dad has been killed by your new BFF. Uh, new BFF has all this information about you that doesn't make any sense. He's been manipulating your career, basically holding you hostage, forcing you and your entire unit to do all this stuff, one way or the other. You like it or don't like it, it doesn't matter. You're stuck with it. And all this is, her whole world has come crumbling down. There's literally nowhere for her to go, and I don't care. It's so bizarre. But, uh, but, you know, then of course, when she goes over to, uh, to, to Diego's house, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, you know, but uh, I I don't know. She's had her everything taken away from her, hmm. and I want. Do you guys empathize? What's the? To be honest, no, not really. I I, I agree with you there. Isn't that bizarre? I know Julia does. Never have, never will. Isn't that funny? <laughs> never. Have, I think never that's will. funny. That's an interesting thing. Is that the four of us don't empathize with the lead character of the show? I don't know why well, that I've is. I've never really, un- I've never really understood her motivations and the choices that she's made. When it, when, it, when it comes to when it comes to like being pissed at red or all of or, it. Or, or like jumping out of the car, going into when the- it comes to her her career moves, her personal moves, and everything in between. I don't agree with her choices. And I mean, even even toward the end, like oh, I'm done with you. It's like we've You've heard that before. before. That's exactly what I said. Well, like I've heard <laughs> before, you're a monster. Yeah, yeah for the. Uh, third time this season he's get a monster it. I, get it. I get it next week okay. you, you make up with him again yeah, yeah it's like you know it's it, a little bit hollow it is interesting and, and I, I don't know if it's if it's if it's something in the structure of the show if it's something in the writing or if it's something in the acting or, or uh, this is a combination of the three or maybe there's other things that I, you know I haven't included but there is some there's something going on with this show where I do not empathize with with the lead character who should by any and all by by any any uh metric she should be be drawing my my empathy. Well, so she she we, we watch this person who you don't empathize with get closer and closer to the truth. We you know she's uh, we're going through the pictures. We make sure the pictures aren't doctored. Then we have to go check the, the footage and we see that ready went in. But then the times don't match up. So there's there's, there's some you're reprieve there. But then we later find out the times do match up mm-hmm. and we have that, con- that sweet confrontation at the end. But not before I do want to mention I did I did love that bit uh, where uh, they Lizzie visits Red and he's. Doing the cannabis situation. Stone Dembe. Dembe was Stone Dembe. My favorite thing. He was so stoned. Stone Dembe with so a you, 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 you relate to Dembe on that, right? Uh, you know what I liked? I, I was, I was, a, I'm like, as an actor, wouldn't it be great? Like Dembe shows up, and he's like, "What's the plan today? Sit here, eat ice cream, eat ice cream <laughs> all day. That's it. Yeah. All right." Yeah. That is that is a paycheck I mean, well earned. It's a rough day, man. <laughs> he's studying that like he's he, he had the ice cream under surveillance. He's oh, like, it was great. Studying just checking it, it, checking it, looking at it. That's hysterical. Actually, that was really, I, I, love, I love that. Bit. I'd offer you an edible, uh, but we have stuff. To do. <laughs> it was utterly. Uh, all right, so moving moving Stone past Dembe, Stone Dembe, which was really Stone awesome. Dembe gets better and better every. Uh, he might be my favorite. Yeah, hashtag Stone Dembe. I love Stone Dembe. Me some Dembe. Web series with Dembe. Stone Dembe. Yes, Dembe, Stone Dembe. Dembe. We already said this. Webster's well, Dembe and Mr. Kaplan. And they just, just they just walk. Do they, do they go around trying things? Is I that mean, the deal? <laughs> is it like is it like Bizarre Foods America? Except that they go and just try out other stuff. Well, yeah, Dembe does a bunch of stuff, and Kaplan cleans it up. And she does. And yeah. he was never he was never here. Exactly. It's never happened. I was never here. Uh, so we have a confrontation with with, with Lizzie and uh, and and Red. And I don't know how this played for you, Julia. Um. I love me the spader. Yep. He was awesome. Because he was kind of like, look, in that moment, that confrontation, he just told her straight up, yeah, this is what happened. It was kind of, yeah. Well, it's sort of, it goes along with the thing that he has never, ever lied to her. Right. 
he's not her father. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, he's not, he doesn't lie to her. He point blank told her, I am not your father, yes. when she asked. Okay. And yes, and take everything Red and says even as at face hard- value. Everything he says to her has been the truth thus far. Mm-hmm. Maybe like he he says I'm not your father. He said like it's so not. is Darth Vader. Like, Darth Vader never lied to her. We just had this conversation like I know like, I know I know. Ten, I know. Ten, ten weeks ago about 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 a uh, about a uh, old uh, I stand well as to say I stand for spy the husband spy guy Tom Tom about Tom when I'm when he was like Tom da, 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 I'm like. He's never lied. He said, Tom, watch out for your husband. Okay. He's right. Let okay. me ask you this. Go ahead, please. No, please, please. Oh, no. By all means. <laughs> <laughs> please, Joe. I got nothing. Please. I can't wait. Oh, it's not good. Whatever it was, it's not, it was not worth it. being hit. I don't want to get hit. Go. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> nothing? Nothing. All right. Really nothing. So, uh... Well, okay. Well, he hasn't lied to her yet, like I was saying, but... In- this was like the most painful thing he could possibly say to her, and he still did it. He did it. Here's my frustration. Oh boy, this is a structural problem because we cannot let the cat out of the bag. So we have scenes that don't make any sense, like like leaving without any answers over and over oh. again. Who? Lizzie. Lizzie. Right. Why is Lizzie well, walking out the door without any answers? Because yeah. we have a st- structural problem in the show that we need to drag this secret out. So instead of finding a more interesting way to drag Red's it out... all the answers. She knows Red has the answers. So we keep having the same GD seam over and over again. Are you? I didn't. I wouldn't. I never lied. And here's some more little half-truth. We're and done. here's some more half-truth. And I'm going to storm off. And we go, You're well, F you. I don't care anymore about you because you've stormed off that way three effing times. You're an idiot. So then the structural issue in the show is let the goddamn secret out so that we can stop making the lead character unlovable because she keeps doing the same crap in a circle. Wow. That's my Mm -hmm. opinion. Uh, Nando? (laughs) I I I was not as locked into that until I asked all four of us if we had any empathy for Liz and all four of us said no. So if all four of us have lost empathy for the lead character, something in the structure has has screwed up. I never had it. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I well, I I do agree in the point that we we need to get some more answers. Uh, Joe uh, Flippo and I need to be right. So just uh-huh. tell us already. Just tell us already that that they're related and Let that he's right. the father. Get and then let's move forward. And let's move forward from this point on, and knowing that the both of us are right. That's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do this. That's the only fair way for it's this to go. And where the hell's Kevin Bacon in all this? <laughs> I just want to know. Funny games. Uh, <laughs> Funny games that? is not a good movie. We'll talk about that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a callback from our season finale of the following, which, uh-huh. is, which is up if you care about that. Okay. Um, so, uh, okay. So the the, pay, the entire payoff of what, what seems to be the payoff of the whole show, which teased the last episode, mm-hmm. which is a big payoff, which is Lizzie finding out that Red killed her father, which is a gigantic payoff. None of us in this room <laughs> thought that was the moment it paid off to be, and we none of us cared. It had no emotional stakes for us, mm-hmm. right? No. Okay. But Great. I can see the emotional stakes for Red, and he delivered sure. the heck out of that scene. Great. I agree. Um, is this an acting problem, or is this a character problem? I think it's a combination. I think, it's, like I said, I think it's structural, and and I mean, because like I said, you you've structured the same scene over and over again, and you've given so you, you make a character essentially into a whiny repeater, which is no good. There's nowhere for that person to go. That's very difficult, and and uh, you know, also there's 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 something missing because there's a like I said, we intellectually we should really 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 be feeling for Liz, and we're not. Okay. I don't know why. And maybe it's not, maybe it's just us. I don't know. If you guys want to hit us up on YouTube, let us know. Yeah. Are Please. you guys feeling 
And it may just be that the four idiots in this room, we, we may not be feeling for, but the rest of the universe might be. Speaking of which, we want to thank you all for listening to us and downloading us on iTunes, as you often, as, as you've done. Um, you know, you, you, it, it's great because it, for rating us on iTunes helps us a lot because it helps other people find us. It helps people know about, know, know about the show. Uh, we appreciate all your loyal support. Um, and rate us, and you can even give us fives. Fives. Because fives. we love fives. fives. Yes. And also, um, and thanks for on YouTube. Um, your, your YouTube community is very active and, and always is, has a lot to say, and so we really appreciate that as well. So thank you for joining us on YouTube. Hello. Thank you for commenting on YouTube. Thank you for checking us out on Twitter, and thank you for downloading us on iTunes, and please continue to do so. Um, the only thing we have left to talk about is Lizzie and Wrestler. Which finally happened. I mean, it's three scenes, but bum, it happened. Bum, bum, it did bum, finally bum. happen. Well, I mean, oh, it's, it's, she opened the door. <clears throat> she, uh, he opened all, the door. He took, I mean, he opened the door, but he seems still pretty stern and serious. Like, like he wants to chat. Like he thinks she wants to chat. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're doing it yet. Well, not probably not tonight. Maybe they are though. It's all just foreplay. It's all just foreplay. I think she wakes up on the she couch. She to go. I think she wakes up on the couch. I think yeah. so too. Or maybe I he think, wakes up on the couch. I don't think tonight is the night. Or, or yes. maybe she puts the moves on him and he stops it. He does one of those. Ooh, fragile. the noble guy. We yes, love the noble yes, guy. Yes, we do love a noble well, guy. This is the time. I, I'm too raw. You're too raw. We, <laughs> <laughs> we can't possibly. I, oh, my God. <laughs> we're both too raw. We have to. This is the time. <laughs> Joe, you, you, seem a little, you seem a little familiar with this uh, speech. Is that your first time? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you used that Two line before. Two of us have been through so much, so 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 quickly. Oh, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you tomorrow? can't even look at Joe. Yeah, I'm in. He's got me. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, maybe? Maybe. maybe. That's a nice little I, know, I, I might not be as raw tomorrow. You all, right. all right. Well, just let me know. <laughs> um, all right. So... I think that's it. So, oh, uh, uh, do, do we have any news and got? Let's let's get some shout-outs, Nando. Uh, After Buzz TV News. Sure, let's get some shout-outs. I gotta find, well, thanks for thanks for setting it up for me. No problem. And I'll just knock it down. Okay, so uh, holistic health and living. Yes. By the way, holistic health and living is is mentioning that the commercials that we've been talking about the past two weeks with Tom Keene are not on Hulu. I, I haven't been watching on Hulu, so I, I guess they're definitely not on Hulu. Uh, if anyone knows, holistic maybe holistic health and living is missing out. He's missing out on the commercials. So I don't know if uh, I would I would. Say Say, and I haven't checked out for myself, but maybe Google Tom King commercial, blacklist Ford commercial, and maybe uh, maybe someone, uh, maybe even Ford put them up in some promotion. So that would be the only way I could think of if we discover it. It's on the must. It's on the uh, oh, Mustang. Mustang. Yeah, Mustang Six dot com. That's a Mustang form anyway. You can find it. Online. Yeah, you can I find it online. It. So you can definitely find the commercials online. Sweet Pea Triple Zero Four Three Three. Life is short. Two fourteen. Uh, Melina Torres, Baby Girl 1920. Baby Girl. Uh, Danette Stone King. Uh, Mirama Gabby uh, Tropoja. Who? Uh, Tropoja. T R O P O J A. I think I'm saying that one right. Okay. I, I think know. I'm saying that one right. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Uh, Umar. Uh, there's other ones I'll mess up, like this one. Umar Sorius. Okay. <laughs> Sorius. We'll take it. Uh, sweep. Uh, I already said her. Uh, Jamie Norwood, I think I said. Super October 71. Ashley Kearney, Tasha B, Lucia Dalbon, Cedric Farmer II, William Francis Collette, Doris Maynard, and City Driver. I believe I got them all there. Uh, I don't have iTunes up. A few iTunes. iTunes. Uh, do we get a ooh a Papa Papa Giorgio seventy? Do we talk? We, did we speak to I don't him? think we've mentioned him. All right, uh, and then and then Papa EXO. Mm-hmm. And then the last much. one's from March. That one's from and March. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So thank, thank you very you. much, guys. We appreciate that. Well, let's jump into some predictions. And 
now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. <laughs> Julia. <laughs> predict me something, hot shot. Okay, I predict that um, the guy coming on the plane is not number one on the blacklist. Hey. I don't think he's number one. Hey. I don't. I think he's up there, but well, I don't think he's number one. I think there's one. been news saying that number one isn't going to happen this season. Oh, I think that, Yeah, I think I think that's been said already. Oh. Uh, on Look somewhere. what he just did to your prediction. Wow. Thanks, Boom. Amanda. Well, I'm just trying to debunk your prediction before you do it. Just threw it down. Are you feeling feel oh. pretty bad that I was so right this week, and you're going to be so disappointed? <laughs> And you're about to be. So oh, I think he was. I think he was just late on that cue. I think it was when oh, I did oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I think he was late on that cue. Uh, I'll come back to you for a new prediction, Joe. What's your prediction? <laughs> I think that. Uh, I think that. Uh, that uh, that Spader and the Alliance are going to eventually, uh, at the end of this season, have a, have a little tête-à-tête where they're both going to be kind of, kind of like back to start, but we don't trust each other anymore. I think uh, obviously the blacklister that's coming in on the plane, the guy driving the black plane. Um, Is there a prediction in there? Would you let me finish? <laughs> I like, I like the diarrhea prediction. Uh, <laughs> I like the diarrhea prediction. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've said before that I think he's her father, and I don't know what else to do. I mean, if it's a TV show, we're going to get to the end of it, and Red, it, we're going to hit reset. So, uh, you know. <laughs> what? I got Flip was there, but can you... Flip was a little raw Pars, right now. I got to Don't touch him too raw. I got to check the tape. I believe that Flip will talk for 90 seconds with no prediction. That's hot. Taking crazy pills. <laughs> <laughs> Just like one. a politician, ninety seconds without anything. Uh, I, I'm going to say that whoever this uh, guy flying in is, Red's going to have to work with Tom. Oh, that's a prediction. Yeah, oh. Red's going to end up having prediction. to work with Tom to uh, to oust whoever this guy is. So and drive a red Mustang Gallus. up into that, and they'll th- probably drive a red Mustang right to save the day. Black, <laughs> to save the day. Yes, totally. So. I, I I say that uh, Red. I mean, Lindsay will have to work with Tom, which is which would be worse. Oh, that's to good. Save Red, uh, Julia. Where can I find you? Uh, find me on Twitter and on Instagram with my name Julia Carely, J U L I A C E A R L E Y, and then uh, here for what uh, following's over. Uh, Hannibal. Yeah, Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. 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 Boys. That's good. Joe, <laughs> that's good. The, li- the lithium finally kicked in. It just hit him right at the end. Uh, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo, J-O-E-F-L-I-P-O, and my website is josephsanflippo.com. And uh, you can find me here with Braz uh, and-, and Nando doing Mad Men and Bates Motel and with the three of us doing uh, Hannibal. Okay, yes. awesome. Mando. I'm not do- I'm not doing um, Mad Men, but thank you for that. That makes me uh, a liar. I know I look like I know I look like Matt Lieberman a little bit, probably. Uh, you sit where you can sits. find me. Yeah, I do. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Nandovel N A N D O V E L uh, on the shows that these guys have mentioned, as well as on Orphan Black with Matt Lieberman, who does Mad Men with you guys, and 24 starting next Monday, which I'm really excited about. 24 live another day. Yeah, and you can, you. You can Sundown. Find me where can we find you on Instagram and Twitter at, at Joe K Braswell, also doing Mad Men and uh, and uh, Bates Motel and. Uh, Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal, you guys. Mm-hmm. Wish we could go out with the danger Sundown. zone. Sundown. So from, much. From, yeah, from Top Gun, the Black Guys Sundown. Thank you so much for joining us on Black We'll see you next week. Two episodes left. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.